Hello. Um, Hi, Eloise. How are oh, you today? I'm good. How are you? Great. Great. So we're on podcast number 13 of Dose of Truth. We're here every Wednesday. And I don't know about you, Terry Ann, but I've been noticing everyone's quite tired at the moment. Yes. And um, um, not only are they tired, but there's a high level of expectation when the winter solstice starts coming on and we start to think, hey, why am I slowing down? Mm-hmm. So I'm just, I'm just going to give a little overview of the seasons, right? Spring is when we come out of that winter hibernation and there's a lot of activity renewal. And in the fall is harvest time, right? So again, there's a flurry of activity. Mm. Uh, the summer things cool off it gets it can get it's a, a paradox right things cool off in in the way of activity <laughs> but everything heats up right it gets warmer the days get longer and there's sort of those lazy hazy days of summer and the winter um most people who are living in big cities um there is this high expectation that the level of activity is going to uh, continue. So there's there's often with people this, this paradox where um, the disconnect from nature and the cycles of life, and they're not just the cycles of the seasons, there are many, many uh, different cycles, like um, numerology, has its own cycles. There's just different kinds of, so there's cycles of your cells. Yeah. There are cycles in your age. You can have cycles in different phases of life. There are big, huge karmic cycles that we have that we don't even know are influencing us. Yeah. We have, we have no clue, even planetary influences. Yeah, I was going to think like Saturn return and things like that in your chart, massive. E- exactly. So, so one of the things that, that I've noticed aging, right? As I get older and I hopefully wiser, you know, one of the things (laughs) that I really am in tune with is how much slower and very, um, is very uh, shocking this year. Not shocking, but surprising or, or very accented that I was in a flurry of activity till about two weeks ago. And two weeks ago, is is just this heaviness started uh, descending, and I thought, well, what's what's going on now? I I don't feel as um, ready to jump up in the morning and do extra work all day long and uh, be bright and perky. So I really sat and tuned in, and I could just feel the whole body just slowing down. And then I went, well, wait a minute. How obvious is this? The solstice is coming. Winter is coming. It, it, it crosses over into the fall cycle, into the, the autumn um, period. It's crossing over and the body is just preparing for um, the winter kind of hibern- hibernation that allows your body to rest from everything that's gone on in the last three cycles, right? Because there was more activity spring, more activity fall, and maybe not as much activity in the summer, but it's still more highly active than the winter. So, you know, one of the things I noticed when we're young, you know, we just push through things, right? Mm-hmm. We push through, the body can handle it. 
And one of the things I have noticed uh, with uh, even young people, this is, you know, I've, I've probably done more than 10,000 hours in clinic in a variety of ways, whether it's with um, Reiki or body talk or, you know, doing readings, uh, having mm. discussions with people, teaching classes. I mean, there's so, so often um, young people in, in this period of time, let's say the last 20 years, uh, they are not quite the same as the young people of my generation. You know, we could keep going and, oh, yeah, I'm so tired. I'm so tired. But there wasn't a massive influence uh, on on the psyche or depression um, when I was younger. Whereas now, because I know that um, you'd have to, of course, don't just listen to my uh, quotes of numbers uh, when I don't have the data, but um, one of the the pieces of information I had heard, and it's about the UK, which is interesting, mm. since you're in the UK, is that um, about 50% of women are on meds. Wow. Wow, right? That wouldn't surprise me. It, which is, but why? Like, yeah. why? And I have no idea what it is in Canada or elsewhere, but why is this happening? You know, what, what's going on? If, yeah, because like I, you know, obviously younger people tend to the pe be the people online on YouTube vlogging and stuff, and a lot of them talk about anxiety a lot. Yeah, anxiety is huge. So yeah, you know, there there are a lot of people saying that technology is causing anxiety. I'm I agree, but at the same time, um, there seems to be much more going on. Yeah. Uh, the, one is the the loss of being in touch with nature, right? The natural yeah. rhythms of nature. This is in sexuality. It's the it's seasonal part. Sexuality is a, a very interesting. Um, there's a very interesting viewpoint with women, um, wherein. Uh, let's say a woman dresses really provocatively, um, her expectation is that a man is not going to look and he has no right to look, which is a very strange idea. <laughs> very, very strange. It really means there's a detachment from nature where, you know, when a man is sexual and a woman is provoking sexually or any species right yeah in, in a lot of the species the man is the one who's more attractive the peacock the i think the stickleback fish you know they've got all the colors they've got to you know get the woman to um be sexually aroused and then he he you know selects his um he selects his mate awesome. right yeah. and and of course they they reproduce so this disconnect from nature really is it actually flabbergasts me a little bit right i get the sense of how can you perceive that something as wild as sexuality can be reduced to um, a mental uh idea of what uh sex is and what nature is and that nature can be controlled Mm. Uh, so it's the same with our cycles coming into the winter solstice. We've, 
we've kind of gotten used to the idea of, well, you know, here we are in the city and we can continue day in and day out to do the exact same thing every day of the year. And the minute we don't fulfill that ideal, right? So you have this great day, you wake up, you eat right, you uh, do your work, you're alert, uh, you, you, you end up doing a great day at work, you're extremely successful, you feel great, then you, you go off, you work out, and then you have dinner with friends, and maybe even go dancing, and you think that's, you're like, wow, look at what I did today, and the expectation that that's going to continue, that's one thing, yeah. uh, I'm not saying that's the, the be all and end all um, of everything, but it's one thing that I notice a lot of people do, they have this idealized view of how they 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 see themselves and then the moment they fail to meet that ideal yeah they aren't they rolling pardon me they feel broken um they, broken like, well, uh, that's a bit of a strange word but yeah that because like clients will be like oh you know i've stopped my yoga practice and i've got to start it again and i'm like well i go through phases where i do that for so many months and then it's not important anymore Right. Do you know what I mean? It's like you know, like if you're really if you really notice what you need, you do change. Yeah, and I and exactly, and I think also that even noticing, getting in touch, it's this is sort of a one of the solutions is getting in touch with winter, right? So you, this is a a way of looking at it. So winter mm. in Canada, we don't we don't have things growing. Yeah, you have a lot of snow. So, so we obviously import, yeah. you know, fruits and vegetables, and there, there used to be. I don't know how popular this is anymore, but um, there was a, a way of eating that that got in touch with nature that said you should only eat what your area produces. <laughs> yeah, right? so, so you, so, you well, fast for three months. <laughs> well, you wouldn't do that. You, you know, in Canada, it would be meat. Oh, it, yeah, it yeah, would yeah. be the storage of legumes, right? Mm. I mean, one of the Quebec... Pickled vegetables or... Pardon me? Pickled vegetables. Yes, pickled food. Mm. And also here we, we had uh, beans and um, beans and, you know, the, the bacon and uh, that kind of thing. That was a, a Quebec meal, you know, these lardy things, right? Thing. I don't. I don't know all of the foods because it was never what I did. I was completely, mm. you know, the vegetarian uh, person. You know, as veg- I get, as many vegetables as I could eat. That's what I would <laughs> would eat. And of course, you know, that that took me to a place where uh, I needed to stop doing that because it wasn't my body couldn't tolerate it anymore. Yeah. Um, so that that's one way of of seeing things so if you're if you're in the dead of winter and you know all of a sudden uh, you can't get uh, dates or oranges well you know the explanation is is because you don't have dates and oranges growing and maybe they didn't get imported that week Um, but it doesn't necessarily mean that you're that that is how life works just because we have cities and we consider that civilized and um, it's almost like um I'm just getting this sort of sense that living in a city is almost, um, we could parallel it to the id, right? Mm-hmm. When we look at the id, the ego, and the superego, the, the, the id is like, I want what I want, and I want it now. Ooh, and yeah. and mm-hmm. that, 
as an adult, you know, as a, as a child in the id phase, it's fine. <laughs> it stresses the people around you, but yeah, the child isn't really stressed because if you have a good parent, the parents, you know, serving what you need and teaching you how to be socialized, etc. cetera. Um, but as an adult, it would be anxiety evoking. Yeah. At least that's, that's one of my theories. And we again, had to, yeah, we just coming into my head. We had a phase earlier this year where we didn't have a lot of vegetables in the supermarkets. Like all the supermarkets didn't get courgettes or something. You would have thought the world had ended, you know, it's like, well, there's other vegetables. <laughs> it, it is fascinating. It right? was so... just like, that's there every day when I go in the supermarket and suddenly it's not there for a couple of weeks. <gasps> You know, because in a city, like you said, it's insane how we there's an expectation. Exactly. And those expectations, whenever we're trying to meet those expectations, we we become anxious. Mm. Right. It's even even if you expect someone to behave a certain way and they don't do it, you know, you're 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 triggered and and you become nervous or, or angry or um, whatever uh, emotion rises to the surface. And it's amazing that we'll do the same with nature. Right? Yeah. It, and it, yeah, yeah. it may not, to some people, this talk we're having could be completely obvious. You go, of course I know this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but it, the, the tragedy right now is how for so many people, uh, this is vague. This is almost, um, and, and really when I, when I think of sexuality, um, that, uh, that part of our, our, of nature and the wildness of nature and how the nature, how nature can go to extremes where you won't have food, right? We're so used to having food. Yeah. I'm talking about civilized societies, Western world, I'm not saying everywhere on the planet, but we have a huge amount of abundance that has been created in Western civilization uh, that it's it's almost like the abundance causes the anxiety. Oh, yeah. Well, too many options can be anxiety causing. Or you're given so much and you want more. Yeah. Right. So if, yeah. if, 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 if the, the simplicity of life, you know, the simple things going out hunting mm-hmm. for your deer, you know, taking care of that deer, you know, the woman's at home um, taking care of the, I mean, that could be just saying that could be, you know, catalyzing to people. Google, but, Googling some people. Yeah. But, um, you know, if you want to go yeah. out hunting, that's absolutely fine. But, you know, yeah. a lot of women I know are not going to go out hunting, right? Yeah. And especially seven days a month where you're menstruating, it's like, I want to stay inside and be warm. <laughs> yeah. right? I don't necessarily want to go out. Now, uh, you can say you want to go out. That's fine if you want to go out hunting. But it, really, in practical considerations, you know, the more the, the women that, that uh, I know as the majority, not this minority that will get all freaked out about this. I'm talking about the majority of women. Mm-hmm. You know, let me stay at home, take care of home and hearth, stay next to the fire. He can go out there and hunt and kill and, you know, deal with all that and uh, bring it home to me and I'm going to take care of it. Yeah. Right? So, so, you know, that's, that's classically what we've done. That's classically what all species have done. 
you know, there's such a diversion from what the species do. Now that the, of course there are always exceptions. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm generalizing. There can be exceptions in species, right? Like the lioness hunts. Okay. Um, there's always uh, an exception yeah. and I'm, I'm including the exceptions. I'm making these generalizations just to understand, you know, you can figure out where you fit. It doesn't have to be the woman or the man. Yeah. Um, it, but generally speaking, you know, the, the female is going to be the one that will nurture the baby. Now, a lot of people will bring up the seahorse, right? Well, the seahorse, it's the male that has baby. Okay, but it's one, one, <laughs> yeah. one penguin. Oh my God, that's yeah. not, you, you can't <laughs> extrapolate and generalize from, something like that. So anyway, I'm just, I'm yeah. just generalizing. And again, there will be exceptions um, to winter. Yeah. You know, I, I know a lot of people who actually feel great in winter. They feel fantastic. Um, but there are, there can be, even for that individual, which I've seen quite a few times, especially being in Quebec and how many people love the winter and are, are great in the winter, they find it fantastic. They do have a couple of weeks to slow down. Mm. So, you know, again, it, it, you can generalize there'll be a slowing down in the winter. Even the, 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 the cells of the body are tuning into the changes. Um, so for one person, it might take two, three months to get through the winter. And for another person, it might take two weeks to get through the, I mean, the winter slowdown, yeah. not the winter. Yeah. Right. So some of us can take longer. Some of us could feel like I'm starting to feel the slowdown two weeks ago, but some people could feel it earlier. Some mm -hmm. people might feel it later, but usually when the light gets really dim, just think the light is lowering and I'm talking about North America for the moment. The light is lowering. So even feeding um, all of the areas of the brain that receive light and are shifting um, our um, circadian rhythm, mm. right? So, you know, the less light we have and it's darker longer, we, we would like to sleep longer, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah. I slept you know, this morning. I overslept. <laughs> Exactly. So um, we don't take into account that these these cycles have huge, huge impacts. Yeah. So it's just for those of you listening to this and finding your getting, pardon me, in the northern hemisphere. <laughs> well, in the southern hemisphere, there's also a slowing down. Yeah. But it did not as not in the same way as the winter does, but definitely in relationship to spring. Mm. right so spring is way more hyper than as as the summer solstice comes in that you start to notice hey i'm not as rapid i mean the heat yeah. can be doing that and of course in different areas right it's not uh it's not the same everywhere you're going to have uh yeah. less of a of a difference yeah if it's we 40 degrees centigrade you're not going to be doing very much yeah and, uh, you know, here in Canada, the four seasons are noticeable. Yeah. If you're not used to, uh, let's say, South Africa, and you go there and you see the seasons, you might not notice the difference, depending how perceptive you are, right? Mm -hmm. um, but there are differences. You know, it does become drier. Mm. You know, there is less um, 
less production. Then you might notice more fires, like in Greece, you know, the summer, there are lots more fires. Um, it does get cool in the winter, but it's still lovely to go out, right? Outside, they're still warm and um, in the sun, it's not, it's not hot, but it's it's still a warm day. Then of course, the evenings are extremely cool, but they don't get all these fires, right? Mm. Um, they still have, you know, vegetation, right? So it's, it's, it's interesting to see the subtlety of the changes. And yet, um, you know, some pla place like here in Canada, where we just keep going, because we've got um, I mean, there's a huge difference between here and Europe, even for you guys, uh, mm. um, uh, France, uh, that I've lived in, I've been your way as well, where um, we're extremely warm inside, right? That you can, yeah. you can just sort of leave and it's, let's say, minus 40, um, but you can go from your house to a car you can automatically start your car. You can drive to work, put it in a parking lot, and you never meet the weather. Yeah, whereas we do here. <laughs> you do meet the weather. You... <laughs> I walk down my stairs to my front door, and already I'm like, I'm freezing. <laughs> exactly. We have to, you know. You... And then we have to go out and yeah, to get to the car. And yeah, yeah, yeah. you do everything undercover because you have to, because it gets to that extreme. Yeah, it's so you practical. can. Yeah. yeah, you can live your life that way. Of course, there's we do yeah, we do it. meet the weather, but yeah, um, but get warming up is pretty quick, right? Once yeah, the, but you once... you lot you lot <laughs> you do insulation properly, you know. And I've been to Canada, and like the houses are so warm, and I'm like here, our house, like my flat that I live in, was built in like 1870. I mean, the weather was probably a bit different then, <laughs> and they had. <laughs> You know, but it's um, it's a Victorian building. It's not built for um, like with modern day technology. So it gets cold in the winter and it gets too hot in the summer. And it's yeah, yeah, it's very interesting. France Just, too, France. Yeah. Oh my God, when I was living there, it was it was colder inside than it was outside. Yeah, and you have to keep right. the shutters shut to keep the sun out, and then there's no light, and like, oh, that doesn't work for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah but yeah is this slowing down but like people are a lot less in touch with with nature I mean I notice it here because I live on in Brighton so I'm on the south coast and obviously near the sea and like the amount of times when people will go in somewhere like to go and have a meal and then we come out and the temperature is so radically different and everyone's like oh it's got hotter or it's got colder and I'm like yeah because the tides changed and like right. everyone looks at me like I'm in, like some strange freak, and I'm like, <laughs> well, no. When the tide starts coming in, it gets colder, and when the tide starts going out, it gets warmer. And you, know, you can tell the, you can tell where it is by the temperature shift. You know, <laughs> like you know, but it's only because like I'm more in touch. Do you know what I mean? I don't know. It's a, I like, but I don't think if you went and like asked half the town or the city, I don't think half of them would even have a have even noticed. If you know yeah, what I mean. it's it fascinates me yeah. that we're really not, um, yeah, that we've really lost touch with with nature. Yeah, and um, we've entered so much into our heads, and all of the the thoughts and expectations in our heads 
that we turn around and expect the world to act accordingly. Yeah. And, you know, it's kind of interesting to think that, you know, the generation born, um, let's say, 70s and later, these generations, it's like e- each generation becomes more and more detached. Yeah. And, yeah. And just don't see that that things will fail and it's okay. Mm. <laughs> Completely okay. Yeah. And that's basically, you know, the message I wanted to relay today is that it's okay if you're not functioning. You know, <laughs> don't, you know, take the middle road, but the, the middle road on how you feel, right? So um, one of the things that, you know, I've been looking at is, okay, so my energy has gone down. I've got quite a bit to do. So, well, you know, maybe some of it's going to get delayed because we know, let's say in three to four weeks, the light will, will change. The, the weather will change. We'll get used to the new season and the energy for some of us will start to come back in, in three, four weeks. Yeah. Um, I'm not saying a lot and we're not saying everyone, but then from there, there's only, you know, another two months till the, the spring solstice yeah or the equinox yeah and yeah sorry the equinox and then we're going to um then we're going to start to feel that energy drive that's going to increase so you know when we're when we're looking at our our lives in our year it's not thinking that we we have to do everything now Mm. you know it's it's plotting things out and saying well what's the most important thing that i need to do um, in let's say the next month and a half yeah. and from there start thinking okay so let's get these important things done what what are well important or what are priority and then all the rest I can start to deal with as the energy comes back because it is yeah. going to come back yeah you know and a lot of people think say to me what if my energy never comes back well if it never comes back something's very wrong with you right you're, yeah. you're going to have, that means you have a health <laughs> issue. So it's even more in, uh, imperative that you are taking care of yourself and resting. Yeah. Right. Cause thinking, Oh, but what if I never get it done? What if I never get the energy back? Well, yeah, there's something going on that you're going to need to deal with. And that's your priority, not uh, thinking about whether you're going to get this particular thing done or not. Right. So there's a it's really taking care of there. You won't get anything done if you don't take care of this body mind. Right. Yeah. If, if this body mind isn't taken care of, well, uh, nothing will get done. So that's that's the kind of thing you need to think about. Right? Yeah. It's it's not about what you're going to accomplish. It's what can this body mind do? And sometimes we even have to learn. Right. Like one of the, the, the biggest things in aging is. Um, you can't necessarily do what you did when you were 20. Yeah. Um, and, and God forbid that you would want to do the things when you were 20, <laughs> that you did when you were 20, you know, there, there, there are things that are more important. Um, you learn to delegate, you learn to uh, leave things to the side that are completely unimportant. You've learned how to organize your life better. So those things are less, less important. Um, so you do things differently and that way you economize energy, right? Because you, you know, when you use up 
a lot of energy. And this is Chinese medicine, right? Hmm. We have we have that ancestral chi, and yeah. we inherit that. It's a li- limited quantity of of ancestral chi. And when you overstress, you start to use that because you're not using just your daily chi. You dip into this ancestral chi. Yeah. So of course, if you spent a lifetime stressed, uh, doing too much, uh, pushing yourself, you might have used a lot of ancestral chi. Well, as you get older, you start thinking, wait a minute, if I finish that ancestral chi, well, you know, it's going to well, last the end. That's the end. <laughs> I'm going to die. So uh, best thing to do is use only the chi that I get from my food, light and water yeah. during the day and save the rest for emergencies. Yeah. Right. Those yeah. The real emergencies, not these um, day-to-day well, drive. Yeah. Day-to-day drive and things we've been talking about where, where, you know, this is one of the, one of the things I work with a lot is those expectations and trying to meet them over and over again. Mm. You know, you cannot have spring and autumn uh, in, in the winter. You can't. Uh, <laughs> you can push yourself to do it, but you'll likely be doing damage. You know, it's a consideration to think about how much damage you're doing. So that's our message for today, Eloise. Yeah. Tune into the seasons. Let your body take in the season. Get your mind out of the way. Simple mm-hmm. way is just saying to your mind, thank you, but I'm doing something else right now. Uh, which could be a little extra rest, a little extra sleep, not taking on so many things, doing the, doing the minimum possible, only mm-hmm. your priorities so that you're economizing energy and your body can prepare for winter. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. And yeah. enjoy yourselves. When, well, yeah, the, the funny thing at this time is, in the lead up to the festivities as everyone's running around trying to see everyone and wrap presents and do everything. And it's just kind of chill. <laughs> just do the basics. And one of the things that even if you are, you know, younger, maybe not my age group or even, you know, um, maybe even a little bit younger than me. So just thinking about, being really conscious on Friday. Mm. Friday is the 21st of December. That is the, the yeah. solstice. And it's a good idea to sit on Friday and really tune into winter coming on and honor it yeah. for what it does. Winter puts the, the earth to sleep. Yeah. Right? Everything goes into resting state. Well, not the whole earth, the northern hemisphere and the southern <laughs> hemisphere. You're going to get that summer summer growth uh enjoying the plushness of the summer right and some areas it's too dry right Mm. um so all of those things are are occurring um and it's to honor each season the summer and the winter uh, both seasons and know what they're doing Mm. you know know what's being um created for you summer is a little easier to get through i think so the yeah. southern hemisphere is having an easier time, but winter is usually a bit harder mm. uh, for people, right? When, yeah, especially the the colder it is, the, the the limited amount of light. So please, please honor winter 
coming on in the southern southern hemisphere on our summer um, and tune into the season and allow your body to do what it needs to do so you can get the best out of the season and what it offers you right yeah right offering of slowing down healing um you have to slow down at some point, right? Mm. I always have my January tasks. I have my priorities over January and tasks that I save for January because I know they're easy and I can just stay in and crack on with those and not overtax myself. Yeah, that's uh, that's just great. Mm. Right. And then I can run around again when February hits a bit more. <laughs> right. Or even yeah. just slowly, yeah, know, progressively, yeah, but... um, depending on how your your body functions. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But I always kind of know this kind of two weeks from about now, these two weeks for the last bit of the year and the first month, I just take things slower. Yeah, it's great. Mm. Well, I hope everyone else does it. Let us know how yeah. you get on. Yeah. And we'll talk to you again next week. Perfect. Thank you. Thank you, Eloise. Bye. Bye.